The following podcast gimmick has been paid for by Look at the Adjective. Well, it's not coming home. Hello and welcome to Look at the Adjective. We are here to podcast, I promise you. I am the big man, John Mack, and I'm joined as always by... A man who doesn't get out of bed unless it's for six figures in the Tokyo Dome on seven stars. It is <laughs> me, Mark Ralver. How are you doing, my son? I'm all right, mate. I've had a, a hellish week, to be honest. Bedridden for most of it with sickness, but I'm uh, I'm here, ready to go. It was also coupled with a horrendous uh, feeling of defeat at the weekend just gone, wasn't it? So <laughs> it's been a great yeah. week. <laughs> and, and you probably had the shits as well. <laughs> yeah, probably at some point. <laughs> sort of sat on the bog with your head in the sink, double bubble. <laughs> We've all been bit there. A bit of ring sting, bog roll in the fridge job. <laughs> but other than being rough as a bear's ass, how are you? You all right? Better. Get on the mend, luckily, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right. I've just first day back at work and, yeah, baptism of fire, I think they call it. <laughs> I have, I have had a cre- I have a day full of cretininity, and not from myself. <laughs> Speaking of cretins, though, <laughs> I know we're going to do it. We're going to get on our get our Back to the Future jetpacks on. We're going to zoom all the way down Cretin Lane through the Cretinous cul-de-sac to Moronville. It's Cretin of the Week. Have you got one for me, Mark? Yeah, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. It's been a bit slow. Nothing, nothing outrageous, to be honest. I mean, we've had a we've had a couple of main event main event worthy sort of contenders in the last month or so, but this one's been a bit slow. Uh, there was reports the other day from various. I think it was might have been from our good friend Sean Sapp or someone like that, or one of those knobheads saying that um, old Vince. You know, I think he thinks enough times passed now. He thinks the dust settled, and um, he, he wants to come back. Uh, he wants to come back to full operating, you know, management or whatever. He wants to be part of the, the creative team or whatever. You know? <laughs> Which I found outrageous, considering some of the considering the allegations and the fact that he thinks what a month, two months is going to just all right. blow blow over. He's and then not patience, only, man, has he? Not only that, not long after that had broke about. Three hours later, another bullet went straight for him from the old Wall Street <laughs> Journal. <laughs> saying something about um, some allegations from the 80s. From the 80s, I think it was an $8.5 million lawsuit or something, or something along those lines. Don't quote me on this because I don't know exactly the details. Sexual misconduct, or it might have been sexual assault. I can't remember exactly the wordage, but either way. Someone, someone was waiting for him to come out of the woodwork, and they've just gone, "Not today, son." <laughs> just knocked him back <laughs> <into> obscurity. <laughs> did he? Uh, did he hate when they wouldn't rape with him in the eight seas? <laughs> I just found it just—it's just the the sort of audacity of the bloke. You know what I mean, the, the whole the, the big public retirement and all this, and and all the allegations, and then he thinks that a couple of months is just gonna. Yeah, I'll come back. I'll just slide back in. No worries, and everyone will love me and everything like that. But. That was my first one. You expect it from him, though, because the guy has... That's this is another one who has no fucking shame. No. He's a bit like Flair, he isn't thinks, he? Yeah, but, well, in a, in a different way, Flair's, 
Flair just buries his head in the sand and acts like, oh, yeah, you, you're just breaking up old wounds and all this. Vince McMahon thinks, yeah, I'm, I'm bigger than this. I'm yeah. bigger than this. Sexual it's assault, he's bigger than sexual assault. Man. He's like Trump. And uh, and uh, isn't he? Was it, what was, was that Vice documentary you were saying something like he was like the love child of who said it? I think it, was it Nash? He said he's the love child of Trump and P.T. Barnum or something like that. Like, oh, it was Nash on it? I've not seen uh, it yet. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and Nash come up with a line similar to like that. I thought it was a really good line. It's pretty pretty bang on, to be fair. <laughs> I'm surprised Nash has any time for him. For him, to be fair, but he probably. He probably looked after him a lot back in the day, I suppose. I mean, there's that unwavering loyalty, but you got to you got to have a have a think about it, aren't you, with some of the stuff that's coming out. No, but he is forever cretinous. But I have, I have, I have one, which to me was it's just these two tits. They're just it's like watching little girls fucking argue over who's got like the cool Barbie this week. It's uh, Ryan Satin. Oh, I hate him. And everyone's favourite sliding scale of dickheadness, Davy <laughs> Meltzer. So Ryan Satin's popped up and he said, uh, I'll never understand why wrestling fans are so invested in TV ratings. And Meltzer's shot back with, nobody has to want to understand wrestling. Made no sense. But for those that do, you can't without learning from them. It's simply impossible because, again, it's the key number those in charge react to. Okay, you make no sense. Now, <laughs> Satin's popped back with, with all due respect, how come that you typically ignore that the TV industry is actively trying to remove Nielsen as their metric? Apparently, that's where they get the ratings from, like these Nielsen boxes yeah. or whatever. I understand that you feel as though you gain something from them, but even TV execs... Don't believe that anymore. Meltz has gone. TV execs pour over the data like crazy. Ask your friends at WWE. They send out detailed reports to key people after every show. And USA, TNT, TBS, etc. pour over all that data as well. And then he's just put, Dave, I work for a TV network. They don't. <laughs> That's quite funny, that, because he's made him look a right to <laughs> And then Meltzer can't just go... Can't leave it there. All right, sat him for the win. Yeah. He's gone. Then you'd, you'd think you'd understand both the wrestling and TV business economics and realities a little better. I talk to TV people and wrestling people daily and hear from advertisers constantly, and they care an incredible amount about those things. Yeah, but Dave, you might talk to whoever you fucking talk to all day. He works for a TV network. <laughs> no matter how you slice it, he knows better than you do. There. If he's asking questions to like people in inside sources, are they not just fobbing him off with bollocks? Get this little Possibly. freak out of it. <laughs> I genuinely think a lot of people just tell him whatever he wants to hear to shut him up. Yeah, it's true though, isn't it? If you if you if you are a wrestling fan, I mean, I'm not as big as a wrestling fan as I used to be. Why would you give a flying fuck about the what the TV ratings are? If you like what's on the show, then you like it, don't you? You know, it's that's not your it. I, not your responsibility to worry about how many millions are watching it or whatever. That's it. I mean, sort of mid two thousands when I was like really off the WWF product, and I was watching Ring of Honor when and where I could get it. Yeah, I couldn't give a shit that who, who else was watching it. <laughs> that's it. I enjoyed like, it. That's like... all. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's a bit obsessed. It's, it's a strange thing, but yeah, I mean, melts it. 
if you if if you're in an argument with Meltzer on Twitter, anyone anyone you ever see, it's, it just goes on forever, doesn't it? No, never it doesn't know where the end point is. He can't take a defeat. Like and... it'll go on for like days. Remember that that one with Cornet where it was like going on for like a, it was. I swear it went on for about a week. He was just replying like every night, and it was just like no. But then he just pops up like weeks later, apropos nothing to add to it, and then yeah, and then, and then he's like, like emailing oh, Cornet, but matey, like all yeah. nice and matey, like hey, do you remember this guy? And oh. it's like fuck, you know. But he's obsessed with trying to put a spin on AEW TV ratings. They are plummeting. Simple that's, as that's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. But he was like, yeah, but this and this and this and that and this, and not not the dog shit matches, not the seven best of seven series, fucking dump. <laughs> There's someone some the other day on Twitter, he, I, I, he's not anyone big, I don't think, but he's quite big in wrestling Twitter. And he was like right. saying, Tony Khan made the biggest fucking mistake he's made in his life when he booked his best of seven series with lot and not FTR and the book. And FTR and... Uh, Briscoe. Uh, yeah. Briscoe, sorry, yeah. I mean, could it, Oh, is it that I, Alan Cheapshot guy? Might have been. It might have been him. Yeah. yeah. The guy has like a moomin as his fucking picture. Yeah, it could have been him. Could have been him. He's, he's, he's all right. It makes a lot of sense to him, to be fair. It's true, though, isn't it? I mean, who wants to watch that fucking six-man match every fucking week? But, sadly, Mr. Satin, <laughs> he ruined it a little bit. He could have just he could have just left oh. it at that. And he's he, gone, normally, it would... normally, he normally fucks it up for me, but he was doing well then. It comes back with, it would be cool if we could have a civil conversation one day where you were open to listening to what I'm saying rather than just assuming if someone doesn't agree with you that they don't know anything that they're talking about. doesn't seem like it'll ever happen, though. That's good. Uh, yeah, That's I know, good... but it's like, I get what he's saying, but it's like, just don't respond to him. Just just say, I don't even need to respond to you, mate. You're a plank. Yeah. Deal with it. But he, he's it. a plank as well, though, to be fair. But I don't mind that response. That's that's what that's what we always say about him. He never wants to listen. He never wants to listen to anyone else's opinion. No, does he fuck? No. So that's your first. Those two. Well, mainly Meltzer with that one, is it? Or, or both? Yeah. Well, I just thought it was fucking tragic, and it's like I don't know why anyone takes him on, and I don't know why he engages with everybody. Anybody, he will engage with any fucking person on that on that platform, and I don't know why people bother because. Even if he's like completely and utterly provably wrong, he will double down to the absolute nth degree. It's like Donald Trump. That's true. true it's not know. like super creditors. It's not the most creditors thing he's ever done. It's just every week this fucking guy pops up. He's a deeply insecure man, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah, completely. He thinks he's he thinks that he should be the the authority on what's good and what's not. Yeah, and and he right. can't. That doesn't exist in, in something like wrestling, I'm afraid, or any sport no. for that matter. Do you um, not remember that guy who said he was autistic and gave like a massive, like dissertation of why, and uh, and it's like he he has to see everything black and white, Dave Meltzer, and, he, and if people go, no, that's no, you're not right, mate, or I don't agree with that, he can't, he he just can't grasp it. No, he might be, he might be, you never know, do you? Possibly, but. He's yeah. got he's got he's got traits, let's just say that. But we all have. I certainly have. So <laughs> Right, so that's your one. I've I've got an, I've got another tiny one. It's nothing crazy to be honest. I just thought it was quite funny. You know, um you know obviously Helm, Helmsley came in charge what when was it? In the summer? Three, four months ago? Something like that. September, yeah. 
he's he signed a wave of like previously released talent. So we're talking Karrion Cross, um, Johnny Gargano, Mia Yim, blah blah blah. I could go on and on and on. Um, yeah. And apparently, there's a report come out that uh, he's been extremely underwhelmed by some of the rehires. <laughs> That's because he's still got morons right in the show. That's why. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, all the guys that he was like. Apparently, it looks like he's just brought them back for cheap pops by the sound of it. Because yeah, that's what AEW do. So he's yeah. thinking, oh, fuck it. Well, we'll just get that reaction, initial reaction thing, and then, then they'll just do fuck all. But the booking's got to be, you know, to blame there. Yeah. The creative, or whatever they call it. Creative, yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, it's nothing, it's not really that creative, but I just thought it was quite funny. This sort of, it's sort of everyone, everyone's saying he's like the savior, but he's, you know, he's still getting stuff wrong. By the looks of it, it's because they've they've spent all their money and time and e- energy over the last maybe ten years to make Roman Reigns the one star they've got. Yeah, they've not put any effort into making any other stars. And well, damn, is he a star though? Let's be there, but there's no one else. Oh, he is, but yeah, he's the only one they've made in fifteen years. They didn't yeah. make Brian or Punk stars. Punk and Brian made themselves fucking stars. They've got Sammy at the minute. He's massively over, isn't he? But again, he's one of them who's sort of getting over on his own. Exactly, because some of the stuff they're giving him, not a lot of people would have been able to get that over. No. At all. But it's testament to him. I think the only I think I think they're gonna put all their eggs in the Logan Paul basket, but how often is he gonna work? Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, that's a risky bit that's risky business, isn't it? Very. How long until he is starts he... getting Hollywood deals or something? That's it. He could just decide. Oh, I've done that now. Move on. It's like that. 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 It's like that Frankie Boyle joke about about City. Do you know when they got bought by um, Abu Abu Dhabi? And he said, uh, "You just about ten years time. They're going to be sat. The the, the Sheik or whoever owns it is going to be sat there, middle of the Champions League final. City is six 0 up, and he just goes, I am bored now. Get me a robot dog, <laughs> something like that.' <laughs> I fucking wish that would happen. <laughs> yeah, or Guardiola gets the Brazil job. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> oh dear. Have you got any more for us? Yeah, speaking of the WWE, <laughs> we don't usually have them, but no. they have uh, they've released Mandy Rose, and the reason being mm. is because she has like an OnlyFans or a fan time or something like that, and they feel that she was posting things outside of parameters of her WWE deal. Now that is the fucking lamest. I mean, I'm not a fan of her. I don't think I don't think she's Shut great it. or anything. Shut it. One of the lengthiest NXT NXT women's title runs in history, I think, over four hundred days. I'm sure she did, but you know, for me personally, she does nothing for me. No, she's not. She's not the best. She's not the best, but she was getting better. She's definitely getting better. But they put a lot of stock into her, and to, yeah. to re- release her over something as flimsy as that, and it's like at the end of the day, you've already rinsed every other bastard who had a Twitch channel or a fucking YouTube channel for these. Deals when they're not even really contracted to you properly, and what she wants to do with her fucking body is up to bloody hair. I know. Shit. I know. It's the it's fucking cretinous behaviour. It was the same when Paige did that thing. Didn't they didn't they suspend her for a bit? They'll probably bring it back. Like she had a threesome on film. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, I think it was. I don't know if it was as as bad as that. I think it was just a couple of 
nude photos or video or something. I, I don't know what it was. I've, I've not. She I've did not have seen. a threesome. Did we ever see that? Andy Rose. Uh, no, Paige. Oh no, Paige did with Maddox and uh, and uh, Woods. Austin Creed. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I know that. I don't really know what uh, Andy got, Rose got his booty holes. <laughs> No, I don't. I think I thought it was just like a couple of nudie photos. No, I don't think it's and anything if, really crazy. I think she might have been having it off with, with her boyfriend or something in one of them. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, she is. She is. It's her fucking time. It's her body. It's her business, isn't it? Fucking exactly. stupid WWE. They really are. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big. I don't think it's going to be a huge loss to them, but they see, it seems a bit flimsy, doesn't it? You could have it's just. Like that thing. Yeah, of course it is. Could have just sent her home for a few months, just let the let the heat die down, and then bring her back. It's like that. It's like that when they wouldn't. He, he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, can't put China in the Hall of Fame because you know if, if my kids kids just Google China, they can find out like when she gets fucked up the ass dressed as a She Hulk and whatever." Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's because they don't they don't want to delve deeper and find that you and your wife proper shit on that that girl and cause yeah. her to have a massive mental breakdown and you know that's why do yeah. some stuff that she probably wouldn't have done if she hadn't. And yeah. it's fucking tragic and it's pathetic. Yeah. It's why why would you I mean I don't like I said I don't rate her personally, but yeah. they've put a lot of stock into her. They put a lot of time and, and effort into her. And it's just like all right bye. It's, it seems so sudden, doesn't it? She lost the lost the title on I think it's the Tuesday show and then bang she's gone like that. So it's like just don't know if it needed to go down that route. I don't know if the no. if punishment met, you know the I don't even think it's a. I don't even think it's a crime. You know, it's just, no, it's not punishable. No, it's just like it's, it doesn't seem fair to me. But they do what they want to do, don't they? Unfortunately. Well, that's it. Did you have any more? Because I've got one last one, and uh, no, I've it's else for us. I'm afraid it's a general internet wrestling community cretinity. I'm okay. afraid. <laughs> so there was a photo of Austin Fury and Mia Yim. Yeah, and they're like she's doing the 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 peace sign and he's flexing his bicep, but she sort of wrapped around him, wrapped around him. So she's married. Apparently she's married to Keith Lee. Oh, is she? Yeah. Fair dues. Like a bear mall in a puppy, wasn't it? (laughs) Austin very better hope he's not getting into her. (laughs) I know. Yeah. But like these, some, some people have really come out with some like, Fucking shit! Like I don't care what anyone says. There's no reason a married person should be taking pics like this. He's probably just a fucking mate. Yeah, they've, they've, they've probably been working together for the best part of five, six years in NXT or something, haven't they? And just... Again, uproar over absolutely fuck off. <laughs> yeah, she had to deactivate a Twitter account for it and stuff because she was getting all sorts of pelters for it, which is shocking. I know, it's disgusting. It is shocking. There's no need for it. Absolutely no need for it. Anyway. Internet wrestling community, shame on you, whoever's been fucking, you know, yeah. giving them grief about this. Because some, some literally... of the corners of that, um, of that community are absolute wrongins, aren't they? Really are. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. But what what are we saying then? What are we thinking? It's got to be McMahon, hasn't it? <laughs> Do you reckon? It's got to be. It's got to be McMahon. Yeah, absolute penis of the man. And 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 the and the the fact that someone literally had a leak ready to go is if he ever if he ever popped up. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like, a, it's like the big red button in it. It's like <laughs> man button. 
There we go. If it shows any signs of revival, send it. Go. <laughs> it's like when, it's like, you know, we never, like last season when United lost the game, it was like bang, leaks coming out. Oh, yeah. discontented the dressing room. <laughs> it's just instant. Winger, go. Hendo, go, 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 go. <laughs> Get it all out there, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to man. It's got to be. <laughs> I think I didn't think I didn't honestly didn't think we'd hear anything more about that story, but he's sort of he shot himself in the foot, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, and he will continue to do said shooting of his yeah. feet. He will, especially with this documentary coming out. Uh, I, I, I need to see that because I, I can't imagine it's uh, WWE approved. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the full thing. And I've, I've, like I said, I've only seen little tiny snippets. That's out Someone's it, writing yeah. a biography about him that's out in, say, March, April, I think. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. I don't think anyone's ever done one before. Interesting stories that people might not know about, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of a lot of lawsuits. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Both sides. So Vincent anyway, Mann, very rare cretin of the week for him. <laughs> I mean, we, he was. He was Big time cretting recently, but well, sleazy as hell. Point. Yeah, but we we kind of brushed it under and said like, oh, it's got legs. This we'll talk about it in more detail. And then, then it just tight. got, then he got too big and he just fucked off. So we just thought, oh, we've missed, missed the boat on this one. <laughs> anyway, talking about sex offenders, <laughs> what's Rick Flair been up to? <laughs> well, can the cretinity be upped? Let's sure hope so. It's another Woo Watch, guys. Well, the man has spoken. (laughs) Not my words, but the words of Shaking Stick. No, Ric Flair. (laughs) He's put out a tweet. The people have spoken. The man has spoken. He's the man, apparently, because, you know, to be the man, etc. We want cannabis reform now. Woo! (laughs) Wonder why. <laughs> exactly. Not for your own monetary gains, Rick. No, you're just a, a man of the people. <laughs> Senator Schumer, let's get this done. So, Senator Schumer, I do believe he is some sort of governing body in the New York area. Right. Obviously, he's a tagged old Chad Bronstein, who we don't know who he is yet. And he's, and he's, uh, that's the biggest mystery mate. in the at all. <laughs> we'll find out. We will delve. But, um, <laughs> He's tagged also his uh, convicted rapist partner in crime, Michael Tyson. <laughs> Mikey <I'm> Tyson. <laughs> Iron Michael. And yeah, so so Ric Flair's now becoming a political commentator because he just believes deeply in the legalization of weed. And it's never been for his own, you know, monetary gains to fill his own pockets. No. You know, is, is is the Mount Everest drying up? We don't know. Is he just trying to get this Ric Flair drip to become nuclear? <laughs> we just don't know. But his week, his week got, mm, his week got more cretinous. Did it? He's put out a, he's put out a tweet. <laughs> Remember a couple of months ago when he had his uh, last match for this year? Yeah. <laughs> this tweet, it's an objective statement. Yeah. But I think it's a load of bollocks. My work is always good. <laughs> well, at 73, mm. I'm still the man. Woo! No, you're not. You're not, mate. Uh, yeah. Becky Lynch is, <laughs> let's be honest. She's the real um, man. She's the real man. Do you not remember when uh, when he, he had to, she wasn't allowed to call herself that anymore because of him? Because he kicked I, off. I, yeah, he's fucking pathetic. 
That was a cool gimmick, that, when, when Becky was doing that. I know, but Ric Flair has to ruin it. But yeah, his work's not always good. I'm no, sorry. It was until about, like, 1999. Seen a couple of stinkers from him on this run-through, to be fair. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't every week, let's be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, your work's not always good. That last match, man, I have actually watched it. Um, I can't I thank to, It was... It was that curiosity killed the cat. Is that morbid curiosity? I had to watch it and to quote Jim Ross, "By God, it was shit." <laughs> did did was one of the biggest surprises in there how good of a worker Jeff Jarrett is? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You can put this to me all you want, but it's annoying me now, and I've always <laughs> told you, "Don't piss me off." <laughs> Slap nuts. Scissor that. <laughs> Can't wait to get to that version of Jarrett. <laughs> no, I can. Have you not seen what he put out today? Because he did something he acclaimed last night, something he'd put scissor uh-huh. that slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> tickled me. <laughs> and old Flair, it's ended the week because he's been quite quiet this week. The Weed World Wutor is clearly on hiatus at the moment. That's so just to remind everybody that Rick Flair likes weed. Picture of him sparking up a blunt, and he just says, "Light up your Rick Flair drip." Woo! It's like a fucking shameless. He's having a lot of that stuff. Jesus, he's really getting I, his money worth, isn't he? I think it sent him even more nutty. Reckon proper, proper like, like delusional and like paranoid and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he was chasing Wendy in the Big Easy because he, he thought she was after him and he was running <laughs> after her and it's like yeah I think he's completely I think he's completely lost his like the one marble he had left I think he has <laughs> oh dear well pretty quiet one from him this week wasn't it to be fair it's been a pretty quiet week uh, anyway so you know next time we hang our hat on a segment <laughs> hopefully it's a bit better we, we, we hope, hopefully some nutters will come out of the woodwork. <laughs> it's never too long until someone's got something to say in it. Let's be honest in this in this crazy world you call wrestling. That's it. But is is sort of on our screens this week, old Ricky Flair figure of four, not yep. in a wrestling capacity, but in a I've just been injured and been cut up and and all sorts of rehab kind of way. Nice Ahmed Johnson esque <laughs> injury package as we go to St. Petersburg, Florida, 11th of November Come on. 
Mexico. And as we look through the crowd here, and as we look through the crowd, the past two weeks we had seen Sting. But tonight we have not seen Sting as of yet. What is going on in this man's mind? I don't know, but we've already searched the rafters. We've had teams of security crews go through every nick and crevice. Sting has not been seen in the building. I mean, we know the man's in limbo, Tony. Maybe he just ran out of all intestinal fortitude. I don't know. Speaking of intestinal fortitude, the question is, we don't think Hulk Hogan has it when it concerns Rowdy Roddy Piper. For the past couple of weeks, as you know, Eric Bischoff, World Championship Wrestling, attempting to sign which would be the match of the decade between the two biggest icons in the sport. It's the match we all want to see, including yourself, Larry, Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. I'm going to be at ringside if that one is ever signed, but again, all speculation, Tony. Tell you, we have a tremendous program, including a match in the tournament to decide a WCW ladies champion. Some of the superstars from Mexico will be here. And our opening bout tonight is going to be a classic between Jeff Jarrett and a member of the Four Horsemen, Chris Benoit. Do you remember last week? Yeah, what it's going to be is for Jeff Jarrett, a baptism of fire, Steve McMichael. Chris Benoit, I don't think they're willing to accept him into the fold yet, even though Ric Flair gave him the blessing. Jeff Jarrett has to prove himself. As we showed you last week. So, we've got Larry and Sony, as like always. Zenit St. Petersburg. <laughs> Zenit St. Petersburg, yeah. <laughs> where, the, where the oligarchs chill. And dressed <laughs> like an oligarch, or somebody who rents jet skis, is uh, Larry Zabisco in a flowered shirt. <laughs> He's got some shocking outfits, hasn't he? He really, he, he really as as a, as old Nashal uh, allude to later, <laughs> yeah. which we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But it was funny as fuck. <laughs> so they've not seen Sting. Yeah, Larry apparently has got through every nick and crevice of this building. That's not a saying. It's <laughs> nick and cranny. <laughs> it's, it's nook and cranny. It's nook and cranny, Larry. Sorry, mate. He had a shocker in this opener, did Larry? He also he also got Mongo's name wrong. Did he call him Mingo? <laughs> he called him Steve McMoguls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was a shocker from Larry. I mean, he's not been great for a while, has he? But Jesus, <laughs> no, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's he's having a bad day. But he has them <laughs> quite often, to be fair. No, he does. They think they basically think Hogan's a chicken shit. Yeah, and it's all about this icon versus icon bollocks and. Jarrett's got a baptism of fire, basically, even though he has Flair's, Flair's blessing, because yeah. first up, we get him against Benoit, which is quite interesting. Mm. And they recap, they recap the promo from last week with uh, Benoit, Mongo, and Jarrett. Three babies in there. We missed that. Oh, I didn't even think, actually. Three babies on the baby count, and we missed it. I don't know how we missed it. Basically, I, think I, was, I, think I was a bit angry. I was angry about the whole Jarrett not giving a shit about them both slagging him off. Basically, I think I just couldn't <laughs> <see> <laughs> <it before. laughs> that was pointless. So basically, basically, old Jeff Jizzle needs to shut the fuck up. He's pissing everybody off. Don't piss me off, and um, <laughs> he needs to get his head kicked in by Benoit, and that's yeah. what we get. I thought a uh, woman looked great. She does normally, to be fair, doesn't she? Let's be fair. Yeah, but. <laughs> Do you not feel weird pointing it out? Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of try and try. She's and a perfect not... valet, though, isn't she? She's absolutely. Yeah, perfect. I'd feel uncomfortable with no, mentioning these two anyway. So you almost don't want to mention her in any Benoit matches, do you? Unless, unless you no. Really have to. <laughs> yeah, 
And you don't want to sort of praise him too much other than for his wrestling. That's it. Yeah. I'll tell you what we did get, first of all, and this is something that you won't get from me. We got a promo from Sullivan and Hart that just popped in there. Absolutely talker from Sullivan. I agree. I agree. Belter of a promo. Serious as fuck. I can't remember exactly the sort of the lines. He was, he was saying something like, oh, what, what was it? What was it he was sort of getting at? He was sort of like whispering sweet nothings in your ear and all this. And Yeah, so like Hart says, he's, Hart's even quite reserved here. Yeah. He says that one call from woman could end all this. Yeah. And then old Kev is like sinisterly calm. Yeah. You know that sort of I'm about. Yeah. And he yeah. says the desire he has, the sweet nothings he hears, he knows because he's had both. Yeah. And he says, I'm still the man. You're not Ric Flair and Becky Lynch are the man. <laughs> no, to be fair, I mean it's rare that I've actually praised Sullivan, apart from the odd odd last couple last of couple of promos. Great. Yeah. Yeah, he's Told been... you. yeah, you you were right. I'll give you I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It took him a while to get there. <laughs> I think now he's he's sort of hands are clean with the Hogan turn and Hogan's he doesn't have to, you know, cater to Hogan anymore. I think he's like, right, let's do something proper. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. So Benoit's mullet's getting more egregious as the weeks go on. <laughs> really is. And then here comes Strutting Simpleton and his puff whiz, puff whiz bang entrance. <laughs> utterly dire, utterly dire entrance music. It's terrible, isn't it? It's it fucking horrendous. But then, obviously, then we get the inset where, uh, you know, old Kevin Sullivan's booking his own divorce. <laughs> There's a lock-up, full Nelson and some nice arm work. They're sort of feeling each other out. Headlock reversals and a 7.2 by Jarrett on the steamboat scale. Old Jeffrey. Struts like a knobhead, obviously. <laughs> Benoit sees his ass with him. There's a test of strength. There's reversals. There's kicks to each other. They both do headlock takeovers and head scissors. Jarrett can obviously wrestle. He's yeah. just a fucking tool. <laughs> if he Back just cut, the break, out the, cut out the strutting and shit like that, his matches would be really fun, I think. Really good. It's too animated. It's too cartoony. It's too gimmicky. Uh, it's just it's just not for me. So they come back from the break and they're scrapping on the floor. Uh, Benoit gets a swinging neck breaker after Je- uh, Jeff telegraphs his backdrop. The vertical boss, uh, vertical suplex, boss man straddle, and he struts like a cunt, obviously. And Benoit just fucking tees off on him. <laughs> Elbows, yeah. kicks, chops, a lariat. They end up scrapping on the floor again. Jarrett gives Benoit a stiff old short arm clothesline. Benoit gets the advantage and drops in gut first on the ropes. There's an irate from Jarrett, a, a brutal suplex to the floor and a nasty bump by Benoit. That was a cool, that was a cool spot, that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. There's more strutting, bollocks, and Sting comes through the crowd as he's had enough of this fucking gimp wittering on and just death drops him. Bang. Was that was that actually Sting, do you think? Because I was thinking... Yeah, that, that, was, the... that, was, that was Sting, yeah. yeah. Benoit's DQ'd and Sting yeah. exits. I thought it was a decent enough TV match with a pay-per-view style finish. I like, yeah, I like the sting. I like the sting interference, though. To be fair, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, because it's like you've been slagging him off on the mic, saying he's not a leader. He fucking pissed everybody off. He turned on everybody, and things yeah. like, all right, fuck you, dickhead. Yeah. All I need is one, one chance, and you're gone. Yeah, I love that. 
Three, uh, the, the, I know, I know, we've not been massive fans of Sting, but the whole, the whole, the Sting, I love the Crow thing. I just think it's so cool. I, I know you say it's like the bat, it's like Batman. It is a bit like Batman. That's why I think I like it. <laughs> That's why I think I like it. I like the, the the sort of quiet loner in the in the in the rappers. I really vigilante. I really. I, the thing is, it's not it's not something I've ever seen like, like in its fruition, like how it came about. So it's really. It's like it's similar with the NWO thing, how that all developed. I really want to see how the Sting thing develops. So this is it. But when the payoff comes, is it just going to be like? Uh... Well, it might be because we obviously <laughs> I know what happens in the match, but you never know. Yeah. The, often the journey's better than the, uh, the destination, isn't it? To be fair, it certainly is with the NWO at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, what did you think of the match in, in its whole thing? Because I thought it was all right. I thought it was a decent TV match, but like the, the the ending was very much something that I thought they'd have saved for a pay per view. But it worked; yeah. it did work. Yeah, I think it did. I definitely think it did. Um, but then you get like women's like begging Benoit to help Jarrett up because they know he's WCW. They don't have a clue what's going on with Sting. But it was yeah. quite good. But it's all just grabbed will him. They won't they? Grabbed him by his hair and just lobbed him in the corner. <laughs> so it wasn't really uh, wasn't much love for him. It's going to be one of them can they coexist storylines now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, isn't it? But then we go to a break and we come back and some some geezers jump the guardrail. Well, apparently he's he's got a package and it's got a note in it and a, and a VHS tape. I didn't exactly hear what the note read, but it read something along the lines of this tape's a hit from 1992 that and it has implications for Piper and Hogan or something like that. I don't know if you caught exactly what Shivani said. It says WCW. Look at this tape. It's been. It was played in 19, 1992 in Europe. Was a hit. Piper wants Hogan. Play it. You'll see what I mean. And then Shivani says, "Oh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll send it to the back. Get the truck to play it. It's that easy, right?" That easy. <laughs> so I thought that was proper shit. That because it's just like what you're just gonna <laughs> randomly lob some geezers and a VHS tape in. It's like what if it's a could fucking some or something? Bluey. Yeah, it could be a bluey. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit silly, that, wasn't it? They were trying to be fucking dead real again with it, but it didn't really work for me. But then we get another, well, I'd say another. It's it's sort of a bigger update for Ric Flair and his, his, his sort of injury issues. He's been sent to one of the, he's been sent to the best of the best in terms of orthopedic surgeons, they say. I think it was in, was it Alabama? It's that Dr. Andrews guy who did like, Helmsley's quads and everything. They're saying he's got NBA stars, NFL and stuff, weren't they? And he must be worth a mint. Yeah, he's uh, he's making bank, isn't he? Uh, well, he will have yeah. been. <laughs> um, apparently, he's tore his. He's had a complete tear of his rotator cuff, so a bit of a nasty injury, from what I've heard in the in the in the past from other people having it. Um, well, it says it says it's bad, and it's all because of the falls he takes. And it's like, well, you just thought it had fucking took a backdrop properly. Then that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, Look, he always lands on his shoulder. <laughs> that's how he's done it. I bet, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> Doctor says that usually takes around four months to heal, and then he's like, he'll be able to return to wrestling in a pro- in an appropriate <laughs> time. <laughs> takes exactly. four months to heal. That's took Cena about six weeks or something. <laughs> Yeah, Cena's an absolute freak, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I love how that guy just kept calling it wrestling. <laughs> it's because he's from the he's from Alabama for fuck's sake. <laughs> so yeah, there's an update on Flair. So it's going to be a little while before we see him, by the sounds of it, unless he makes a quick recovery. 
he was saying that he's got the he's got two times the size of an average shoulder muscle, so you never know. Because of Might all be. the weights he's lifted. <laughs> he doesn't look like he lifts that many weights. <laughs> then we get to um the the ladies t- title tournaments back this week. Certainly uh, is. Malaya Hasaka. We haven't seen her in some time. Oh, but uh, we have seen her though. We have seen her before, yeah. I think it was on one of those Disney episodes of Nitro against... Um, yes, it was, yeah. I think it was against um, Medusa, wasn't it? So yeah. she's against that Zero who made a, a, a sort of cameo appearance last week. To sort of, and Nagayo. Yeah, they, they sort of... They gave a little explanation about what that was all about, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Larry was like... Larry was something along... He, just, he constantly kept saying, is that, is that, a, is that a lady? Is that a lady? <laughs> well, yeah, transphobia is back. <laughs> so he's, he's xenophobic, racist, uh, transphobic, transphobic, homophobic, hates women, misogynistic, <laughs> you know, anyone who's got more money than him. <laughs> he's an absolute twat, isn't he? <laughs> the, crowd, the crowd clearly don't like two quote-unquote Japanese wrestlers together, even though no. Hasaka is American. Nice to yeah. see uh, blatant racism. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Neck brace alert. <laughs> He's there. <laughs> Nicky P's is that a neck back. Brace, is, that, is that a neck brace in your trousers? Are you just pleased to see me? <laughs> Tony again's like, why is he? Why is he reffing this? Why is he reffing this? Why is he like proper? Because he's a ref. Why is, he like, why is he proper angry about the fact that he's reffing the women's tournament? He never really. He doesn't, he doesn't have that sort of same level of anger until he makes a mistake in the other matches. Do you know what I mean? I just think he's trying to play off the fact that they know he's proper NWO and yeah. yeah. I mean, this wasn't really a match, was it? To be brutally honest, not, not, not really. It was it was a squash match. It was uh, a squash, yeah. Zero sells absolutely fuck all. <laughs> no, bunch of drop kicks with nothing about no effect whatsoever. Was there? No, she absolutely batters the Saka vertical suplex, leg drop, a stiff as fuck lariat, pulls her up at two, and then a really. Nasty razor's edge for free. <laughs> that was yeah. it. That was about as, as good as it got for Hasaka. So uh, zero. He gets get zero over as an absolute monster, though, doesn't it? So. I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be her, event, her against producer in the final. You'd imagine, wouldn't you? I'd have thought so. That seems to be. And the then uh, Sonny Ono has a disposable camera, so they have, to, they have to get another Japanese trope that all they do is take fucking pictures. Coming thick and fast as always. This the, the racism here, lovely. That's <laughs> true, isn't it? He did. He was straight in. <laughs> God's sake! I think we went to a break after that, but um, here comes DDP with a returning Mean Gene. Whoa! Hey, sex pest alert! <laughs> He's back from an extended vacation, apparently. <laughs> mm. Not, sure not, a, not, a, not a her majesty's pleasure though. Yeah. I think he even acknowledged the fact that someone said that it was like I owe you a drink or something for saying that. <laughs> he said <laughs> yeah. along those lines. So he's got he's he's got DDP with him. Welcome back to Night Draw after an extended vacation. Mean Gene Okerlund. Gene, good to have you back. Tony, great to be back. I must owe you money. Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> it looks to me now I've been sitting back watching here for the last few weeks, and it looks to me. Don't call me stupid either, but it looks to me like you're being courted by the NWO. What are you talking about? Can can we go back and take a look what has happened recently here on WCW Monday Nitro? 
I, I want to just refresh some memories. It certainly looks to me like Paul and Nash, and we know about how far you all go back. Well, everybody knows that Nash and Paul, they both, I was affiliated with them a while ago. Here they are helping you for crying out loud. They're going after one of your opponents. It is clear as day to me and this capacity crowd here in St. Petersburg tonight. First of all, let's get something straight, Gene. DDP doesn't need anybody helping him in the ring today. Because anybody makes one mistake, that's all it takes. Bang! Diamond cutter. All right, you have Now, wait a second. You asked me about Hall and Nash. Yeah, I used to manage Scott Hall, and I used to tag team with Kevin Nash. But that does not make them in a position to be coming into mind. Hey, well, wait a minute here. Gentlemen, I, I think you have your own show. You don't need our time here, certainly. What were you going to say, DDP? What I said was it doesn't put them in a position to be getting in my matches. Are you courting this, fan? Hey, yo, Paige. Forget about the past. What you need to think about is the present and the future. Here's your chance to jump on board the Black and White Express. Come on in for the big win, because you, my friend, can be NWO for life. What about that? Pretty attractive offer, some would think, these days. So let me get this straight. You got, uh, you got like seven guys now. I'm number eight, right? Number, number eight? Number eight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eight. You don't get it. You obviously don't get it. Everybody, hey, we could have came to you a lot earlier, but we didn't, and there's reasons. Everybody knows that professional wrestling is as political as it gets. And everybody knows that two doors down, shaking and having a party, is your buddy, Eric Bischoff. He lives two houses down from you. There, man, you go in there. Are you trying to tell me I don't deserve everything I'm getting? Is that what you're all about, man? You don't think I didn't bust my butt every day down at that power plant? Wait, wait a minute, guys. Are we missing something here? Yeah, yeah, obviously, you don't get it. Don't get upset. We're not out here trying to, to, to disrespect you in any way. We were looking out for you. Hey, we knew we came in here two desperados, bro. We came in here by ourselves. Yeah. Hollywood Hogan jumped on with us, but it took us a lot to convince him, and that shook up the wrestling world. And with the Hulkster, hey, we knew we were going to take this place over. But we couldn't come to you, man. You know we're buddies. We couldn't come to you we with the political... We were looking out for you, man. We were looking out for you. We see out. number four, number five, but number five, but number eight. I mean, that's like totally different. Gentlemen, obviously, you don't get it. You're never going to get it. He questions the DDPs if, if he's sort of got an affiliation with NWO and, and obviously mainly National Hall just due to their sort of involvement with him recently. Yeah. DDP says he doesn't need anyone. It only takes when it's when it's with him. It only takes one mistake and it's over from the diamond cutter. He doesn't need help. Mm. Not always been the, the case in your matches. Um, to be honest, Diamond National Hall arrive on the scene and they sort of allude to the past that they've had, which I didn't think they'd really do. Um, no, but he was smart. It was good, I thought. They pretty much plain, plain say it. They, they want him in the NWO. They like look of him and stuff like that. 
but he's almost offended that they sort of come to him like eighth or ninth or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm, you know, how many how many people came before me and all this, and so he doesn't feel valued. And then that, and then Nash alludes to the how political pro wrestling that's yeah. for. You would know all about that, Mister Nash. <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> and then they're obviously talking about how you've mentioned a couple of times Paige has got a close relationship with Bischoff. Very close. Yeah. And um... why, sw- why swapping clothes? <laughs> All- allegedly. 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 I have to say that. And he's like, DDP's like, are you trying to say that I've been I've got here without my anything but my hard work and stuff like that? I thought it was an all right promo, uh, all right little interview package. It got a bit silly. It got a bit the best back and forth at the end, a bit silly, but yeah. The premise was good. I think they just, sort of just kept saying, "That's it." Nash just kept going, "Yeah, oh, you don't get it. You just don't get it." Yeah, I didn't really know. That was like Meltzer as fuck, that wasn't it? You just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I mean, it, I, I thought it started really well, and I liked the interaction between them, and you could tell they've got chemistry. But it was just like, how do you, how do you leave it? So there's that intrigue still. I don't know if they quite managed it. Is all. What do you reckon? That's it. I didn't mind it. It was all right. I mean, Paige is usually good. National Hall are usually good. I think it went a bit long. But yeah, maybe no, maybe could have shaved a couple of minutes off it. Yeah, they just get some. I think sometimes when when you get free reign for these people, they, Hogan specifically, they never just shut the fuck up. Do they? So. Yeah, they needed they needed Gene to just cut it, didn't they? Like a minute yeah. or two before, just go right. We're gonna we have to go to a break, guys. And that 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 would have done it, I think. Well, what was up next, anyway? Cyclope versus a returning Rey Mysterio. So it's the debut of Cyclope. He's uh, obviously a Mexican luchador. Yeah, he gets uh, he gets the the even flow rip off music before Raven gets it. So I was quite. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was clearly even flow by Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder's <laughs> on the phone kicking off. He looks fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, he looks awful. He, it looks like he's in Slipknot and they've dressed him as a pumpkin. <laughs> he's got obviously he's got one eye on his mask, so Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah. How the fuck could he see in that thing? Is what I was thinking. I have no idea. I've no idea how half from wrestling these mad gimmicks that they put him in. It's insanity. <laughs> I googled him. I'm thinking, is this going to be like fucking Matt Hardy in a mask or something? <laughs> Pat Sanaka again. Rehashing him over and over again. But by the looks of it, it was just a guy who worked as him and, and one or two others. And it wasn't anyone of any note. <laughs> it would have been great if like, it was one of Meng's victims and he's genuinely lost an eye. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> the newly named Ultimo Dragon, not Ultimate Dragon, is at the ringside of Sonny Ono because obviously he's got to manage he's got anyone who's Japanese. Belts. Yeah, with his 400 belts. That is the J crown for you. <laughs> to be fair, though, he looks mint as well. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. So it was a quick lock up, and Cyclope does some nice arm work, nice waist lock takedown, superb reversal, and Cyclope uses his size advantage. It was a nice monkey flip by Ray. Springboard Hurricane Rana by Ray sends Cyclope out. Tope Suicida! That was a great little uh, suicide, wasn't it? And both clatter into the fucking rail. <laughs> it was really good, though, the way he just got it straight away. Yeah. Uh, Ray Springboard's back in and gets clotheslined in midair. Nice little spot. Yep. Only for two. Sunset flip powerbomb. 
outside with a sickening thud to Ray's napper. Like yeah. he really lumped his head on the floor. Time, yeah. So the back in, that only gets a two count. <laughs> Is uh, Sailor Dino straight from his <laughs> John Paul Gaultier advert. <laughs> fucking hell. In his stripy, <laughs> stripy T-shirt. He just needed a little hat. <laughs> yeah, he looked a bit daft, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, so he's he's watching on, doing his like arms closed, arms folded, Scout job, you know, scouting job. Yeah, big missile drop kick for two, uh, chops and a high face plant to Ray, top rope DDT, not the finish. Brian May rocks up in Brian May's clothes, <laughs> and he sort of creeps up on Dean like a little stalker. <laughs> There's a chin lock escape by Ray. Nice power bomb variant by Cyclope. It's like a gut wrench power bomb type thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was nice, like what Dino does. Yeah. So Ray gets a wheel kick and Kibradas into a tombstone. Kibradas, where have you got that from? <laughs> My uh, Lucha dictionary <laughs> doesn't cover him, and he barely sells it. Ray. I know that was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? But that's yeah, sure, I guess, isn't it? Ray crotches him up top. And he has scissors out off the top rope. Don't sell it. Ray wins with his springboard, hurricane runner, and leg hook finish. Uh, it won't for me. It was I a bit pumped, it was, it? Yeah, I thought it was the worst Ray match yet. Yes. Yeah, it was a bit. It was just spots, barely any selling. Uh, yeah. It was just messy. Yeah, it was. There was a couple of ones where you think, ooh, that, that's a bit nasty. Yeah. I agree with you, it wasn't the best. Definitely was one of the worst ones we've seen by Ray. Um, Very much so. And then Dean and Psychosis lock eyes. For about for, for about two seconds and then Psychosis fucks off. I know, because he's, he needs his hair permed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a bit slightly disappointing from Ray, but I mean, he's had an absolute the hottest of hot streaks on this this run through so far, really, to be fair. So he's allowed yeah, they can't a, all be winners. He's allowed a shitter every so often. Um, we come back and then we've got a bunch of NWO supporters, banners, placards coming out. Here comes Nash Hall and Six. Right, take a look at look at the entranceway. The NWO, they are now, we've just seen these guys in the stands, and now these yokels are coming out hey, here. Hey, hey, Fibiasi got his NWO in the house. Punks on parade. Right. The Outsiders... Six. What's that in his? Okay, everybody, listen up. That's a. What is that? This Saturday. This Saturday. The Outsiders and Hollywood Hogan are heading out to the left coast for the Cable Ace Awards. Exactly. Yeah. Because everybody knows the NWO is the reason that TNT is the hottest show on cable. We want to make it NWO Monday Nitro. Count Shivani, how you doing? Hey, Mr. Mr. Hall, Mr. Wow. Wow, look. It's the living legend. Yeah, and I wouldn't push my luck Oh, either. I thought you'd be bigger. Been watching you since I was a kid. I thought you'd be thicker. Been watching you since I was a kid. Please, hey, let's, you just let's shut not, your mouth. We'll bring you let, out of retirement. I'll point that finger, let, punk. Let, let, let's not start anything, at least. 
Go ahead, guys. Like I said, Saturday in L.A., the Outsiders, Hollywood Hogan, coming for the Cable Ace Awards. Tell Brad Siegel we'll be returning this to him and tell billionaire Ted to get ours ready. Because everybody knows the NWO is the reason for the success of Monday Nitro. Our website went up tonight. Check it out. You smell something, it's us. Because we're the stuff. Is this on? This is on, huh? You got a point, big man? I like this because you look important. Yeah, I got a point. How you doing, Count Giovanni? Good. Hey, Larry, Thank good you. to see you. It's a nice outfit you got on there. Get a <laughs> cup of soup with that? Anyway. <laughs> the other point is, hey, everybody knows that since we came here, Nitro's the hottest deal going, right? right. Yes. Now, in war games, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in war games, in war games, now, they told me that uh, we had some uh, stipulations that we won would be, uh, you know. Right. And we beat them. And we, be uh, we did beat them. Right. So the deal is this. You know, this Saturday show that you guys give us this little segment to appease yeah. us. Each and every Saturday. Yeah, sure. last week you told them to get snacks during it. I watched it at home and it wasn't very funny. But the thing is this, okay? The thing is this. The Saturday show's fine. No. In a couple of weeks, we get our full production crew together, and Hollywood's working on it. Ted DiBiase's working on it. The Giants got some connections, too. We got this thing down. I'll tell you right now, Monday Nitro will become NWO Nitro. Oh, we want this no, show. No. Yeah, we want this show. So you guys need to get in the soup line or whatever. You got about two, three weeks. Get in the soup line. Go ahead, sell the houses. Get your nice double wide. There's some nice ones right up the road here. Go to the land or somewhere. Get you a nice little double wide. Because you know what? NWO for life, and that's correct. The takeover is almost complete. Soon to have our own show. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us in a few weeks for NWO Nitro. Check us out on TNT live this Saturday. Cable Ace NWO coming at you. Ooh, to, to me, they're the only three now that look actually like what the NWO should have been and what it was the original concept was. I don't know, Six is a bit gimpy. He is a bit, but he fought, he fits the... He, do you know what I mean, though? He fits yeah, the style. I know what you mean. He just, he's just got really fucking wacky facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, he, he does a little bit, but he's the only... When I was watching these three come down, I thought, that's the NWO. Yeah. You know, Ogre comes out in his full gimmick. Not the other four. Tight, you know what I mean? Oh, if DiBiase yeah. was with these three, that would be perfect for me. That would be absolutely perfect. What do you reckon to this sort of little interaction with, with the commentary team? It was, it was all right. I mean, they're all going to the Cable Ace Awards, that prestigious night. I've not a clue, mate. Look at that. That must be on TNT or something, is it? They're just trying to get a bit of numbers for it. Must be. They <laughs> say they're the reason why TNT's hot. Yeah. They, they want Nitro, not the Saturday Night Show, which we already knew anyway. They start bullying Larry. <laughs> Nash rips Larry about his shirt, and he says, uh, how'd you get a cup of soup with that outfit, bowl of soup? <laughs> Meaning, like, he got it at, like, a homeless shelter or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a great line to me. <laughs> it, reminded of, uh, it reminded me of that rock bit that actually he hasn't done that yet, because it's, like, 96, and he's only just debuted. Yeah. Uh, where he goes... Uh, 
I had a nice shirt, 25 cents. Like, <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought this bit was all right, to be fair. I like the fact they were giving a bit of crack to, to Larry. And like Hall's giving it the ooh and all this, you know, when he was giving it, he was trying to, he's trying to give it, he was saying, I'll oh, smack your teeth at Danny Throat. So I can't remember exactly what he said. Um, Did you hear the bit where he said, uh, we're definitely after Nitro, we're going to get giant giants on it. It's like, what giant and all these, you know, connections in the world of They were like, TV. they were like, Hogan's got his production company, Giants got connections. Like, what the fuck connections does he have? Like, was it <laughs> where the nearest McDonald's is? <laughs> <laughs> Had he been in that Arnold Schwarzenegger film yet? I can't remember. Around this time, he'd done the Water Boy. Around this time, hasn't he? Had he? Captain Insano. Did you see when uh, AW had him on as Captain Insano? Yeah, of course they did. It was shocking. They did. It's absolutely shocking. <laughs> that's that's the best use of him. Apparently, that's the best you can do with him. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> And then Larry gets a toothpick for it to his face for good measure as well, which I thought was uh, quite funny. <laughs> Always nice to see that gammon get a bit of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> but then they uh, they get uh, they get the production right this week, straight back. From I the know. Break. Fuck me sideways with a ragman's trumpet. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> straight back from the break. How were two begins? And like Bishop's like Larry Tony. Like where are you? And it's like they never, they never sign off for anything in the hour two. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. It always just goes straight to them, and they're like, "Oh, Tony and Larry are a little bit shook up." Really? Larry Zabisco is really? a professional wrestler for God knows how long. What are you? He got a toothpick. <laughs> oh no! And I was just thinking they yeah. literally always just disappear in the second hour, so I don't know why. He was like, <laughs> yeah, Larry, <laughs> it's weird. Then <laughs> we get the uh, the latest instalment of. Can Luger rack this big fucker? Answers on a postcard, please. <laughs> Say Scott what, Norton yeah. versus Lord Woodentop. Say what, though, John. He's back. Absolute monster of a pop for Luger. Oh, fuck's I'm sake. afraid. I'm afraid he gets the Tarrant pop of the week. To be fair, is that not the lesser of two evils? It could be him or it could be Hogan, really, at the minute. I was going to give my own personal one to uh, Gino. <laughs> Gino. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Obviously. <laughs> no. To be fair, Luke Luger. Uh, Luger's reaction was mega. To be fair. Yeah, it really, it really was, and it's. it's I, I still don't get it. <laughs> so unbelievably over. It's crazy. <laughs> what do you think of this one, then? I thought the former fire of fire and ice fame was. It's probably a bit better than this. Do you reckon better than enhancement? Yeah, I mean, he's Lord squash, Wundtop, was it? Wundtop it wasn't squash. squash. No, no, he got a lot in. Lord top is Ron sealed, greased up, ready to go. Now, Scott Norton's fucking mullet is obscene. I've never noticed it before. It's a Wall Street job. It's crept up on me. It is literally <laughs> fully shaved at the top yeah. and a rat's tail at the back. What the fuck is it? Yeah, it's disgraceful, actually. It's really bad. Anyway, what makes this nice for me, is we get an Arn Anderson insert promo. Yeah, we do. Said he made a mistake. He didn't think Luger could get that mad. He says on the 23rd, he'll use that temper against him. This is a thinking man's game. Does that mean they're having a rematch? Apparently so, on the 23rd. I'm assuming it's some sort of Clash of the Champions or Saturday Night or something. Mm. Which is a shame. 
Yeah, it's a shame. I might see it on a Nitro. Is that or is that a, the wrong date for it? It is the wrong date for it. Ah, oh, that's a shame. But it looked a bit battered, didn't it, in that last match? So maybe it's not a shame. No, yeah, I think that was the last big big match he's had, like on a pay per view. Yeah, Luger can't shift Norton. Norton drops him off a backbreaker. I thought Norton was supposed to be really strong. <laughs> he does a backbreaker and just fucking drops him. <laughs> Stings in the rafters. Yeah. Norton... Didn't have his, um, Sting didn't have his uh, activate his Stinger app, did he? I know. He's got an airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> Norton batters him as Luger struggles to outmuscle him. And then... He pretty much worked Luger's arm for about three minutes to nullify the, the torture rack. Yeah. They mentioned, they mentioned that fucking tape again. And then Luger back suplexes Norton, but sells his arm, the wrong arm. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, and then Norton, Norton misses a top rope splash and gets racked. So Luger can rack him after all. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't great. I didn't see him tap, did you? No, but he just goes, oh, give up. You know, what I mean? was tapping, tapping wasn't really. It was like submit thing or that arm where you drop your arm three times. I thought tapping was still a thing. It didn't become prominent until UFC started to sort of get some mainstream traction. I think. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it wasn't the best, was it? But it's just, no. <laughs> it's just the Lex can beat anyone. Lex can Lex can lift anyone up. So let's just do it for him every week. I mean, they are putting so much stock behind him. And I think I think he's going to be the one after Piper who uh, goes after Hogan. Possibly. But they take an age room to do his promo. They're like, yeah. they plugged up uh, World War Three. they recap Sting on Jarrett earlier in the night, and then we get old Gino Oakland with Luger. Let's see if you can figure it out. Take it, Gino. All right, Eric, uh, I'll tell you what. What a time for me to return to WCW Monday Nitro. Things topsy-turvy as we go into World War Three. Now, Eric just made a statement. Lex Luger, if anybody knows Sting, you do. You've been very close with the man, both personally and in the business world. Can you make heads or tails of what this man did tonight earlier on? I don't have any more answers than anyone else. I hear a lot of people in the building just now before we came back in there saying we want Sting. Well, a lot of people want him, including myself. And the buildings, he's Phantom of the Opera, nowhere to be seen except out of the crowd. I said before, no calls answered, no messages answered. A lot of people are saying Lex Luger's been on a roll as of late. I said what I'd do to you, Aaron Anderson, and I did it. I've wrecked some of the biggest and some of the baddest WCW has to offer, but this isn't about individual accomplishments. This is a lot more at stake here. WCW is at its darkest hour. We got NWO with the world belt, the NWO with the tag team straps. We got the NWO wanting their own show. I'm holding on to the end of the rope as tight as I can, treading water. I've been trying to carry the WCW banner, but it's more than one man can do. It's too much weight on my shoulders. And Stinger, if you're somewhere in the building or if you're listening, I sure hope you are. I made a mistake in not trusting you. A lot of the fans here and out there made a mistake in not trusting you. We're sorry. We need you, and we want you back. Don't do what you're doing. All right, you know, I've sat back for the past few weeks. Uh, either in a living room... Easy... He has no answers. He needs Sting. It's more at stake than individual stuff. 
He says carrying WCW is too much weight on his shoulders. That'll be all them torture acts, mate. <laughs> he made a mistake. I'm sorry. Best Lex Luger promo ever. It was all right. It was pretty good. Best Lex Luger good. promo ever. Yeah. There's no way he's, he's, he's ever going to do one better, is there? No, because it was live. Yeah. And the only other one I've seen where it's decent was pre-taped. This is yeah. the best live interview I have ever and probably will ever see him do. Yeah. I thought it was you've good. Peaked. There was a nice bit of fire to it at the end as well, I thought. Yeah, you've peaked. Retire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I like, I like this carrier, the WCW banner in the darkest days was like a so heavy a burden and stuff like that. And I just thought it was good. It's such a rare thing to see Luger not fuck up a promo, especially a live one. I know. What's even rarer is me to praise the twat. I know. I know. I couldn't that believe is... it. Were you, you watching it going, whoa? I'm like, what's going on here? Wait. <laughs> I'm waiting, like, waiting. He's not yet. He's not yet. He's going to do it soon. He must do it soon. He must stumble. He must fucking fumble. He must do something. And he fucking didn't. Everything made sense. No tripping over his words. I'm just sat there aghast like that. What? What's going on here? Have I just witnessed, like, you know, the world imploding from its core because, like, oh, my God, he's done it, right? We can press the button now. <laughs> the end is nigh. The end is nigh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, I was, I was shook. That was, well, there ain't no uh, such things as halfway crooks. So. <laughs> that was very much a surprise, but a, a pleasant surprise, I suppose, because you always could, you always expect shite from him, so I didn't mind it at all. And then we get to the Tony the Tiger pedo hotline again. Uh, yeah, more reassembling of a Corby trouser press. <laughs> Apparently, he's judging a Bobby Heenan lookalike contest. No, he ain't. He's yeah. just not, is he? He's just not. <laughs> you watch your Nitro going. That's Bobby Heenan. That's Bobby Heenan again. <laughs> he looks like it. Looks like it. That's number three. Okay, that's my that's my top three. <laughs> uh, why do they do that every week? It's just a waste of two or three minutes. It's just fill time, isn't it? It's got to be. It's turned. Did you hear the? Did you hear the bit where he's like, "Hey guys, I'm at a nitro party," and some guys have even got their own nitro party jackets made up like a gang. No, they're not. Fuck off. They just, they just don't. They just clearly don't. If you're at a is party, just, why is there no one? Why can we not hear anyone? <laughs> is he just watching Greece and wishes he was in the T Birds or something? <laughs> no, they've all got matching jackets. Next up, we get Harlem Heat with Sherry. And the half-decent French Canadians with fucking Robert Park. <laughs> yeah, they showed us a clip from Saturday, didn't they, where, where it all broke down and they eventually gave um, Parker a bit of a battering. Yeah, sure, he's twatted him. <laughs> Multitude of right hands from Adam Heat as well. <laughs> I, I won't fuck with Sherry. Do you know, she was a decent women's wrestler. Yeah, I'm sure. But, then, but now Parker's managing the French Canadians now, so it's just like, oh, right. How random is that? <laughs> Apparently, it gets even worse. Like he doesn't come dressed in his uh, plantation gimmick in a in a few weeks. Oh Jesus! I, I don't. Know, I don't. I don't know if he's going to come down in like a fucking beret with like garlic round his neck or anything on a bicycle. <laughs> be... I don't know. He apparently has a different gimmick. So <laughs> what a donut. We get Harlem back together again after a couple of weeks without uh, Stevie. They're in the quintessential again. Don't they look like stars that as a three? Yeah, as a free as a free piece. They look free piece. Superb, don't they? So yeah, as I said, they've cut all ties with uh, with Parker. The old Frenchies jump start the match, trying to get an early advantage. 
Harlem shift the momentum, double back drop it drop, scissor kick. Then we cut to the nasty boys being <laughs> out to the building in the back. Oh, go go why call the Billinger. Why we needed to see that. I'm just thinking, did we really need to cut away from the match to see them gimps not getting allowed in the building? Could that have not just been could they have not got rid of the Tony the Tiger shit and just put it in there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking stupid. And then we get a double screen gimmick to watch two guys <laughs> not get let in the building. What's the fucking point? Did I, you I, see who they ran into after? No, I couldn't make out who it was. It's fucking beefcake. What a team they make. Was it? Oh. Mm. Is he gonna is he gonna form some alliance against the NWO or something? I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even notice it was him, to be honest. Didn't even know it was it was a grainy, grainy photo, but Sherry's madness results in a DQ or a no contest, maybe. I'm not too sure. Happened, really. Couldn't even make Fucking out happen. Woeful segment and the crowd chant Sherry. <laughs> She's over. And they're turning face, clearly. Well, yeah. It's a good idea, really, isn't it? Because naturally they get good Organic. Reaction. Yeah. Organic. Then we get a guy we've not seen for a while. Conan! <laughs> Conan! <Versus laughs> old Jezzeruni. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. Westside Dungeon Conad. Conan, <laughs> who doesn't work in the dungeon, clearly, is carrying some belt. Yeah, Nobody what belt mentions what he was. No, I had no idea. Triple A or something. Was he the Mexican champion at one point? Oh, fuck knows. Nicky P's in charge, lovely. <laughs> you just know there's going to be some talk. You know you know, someone's going to go tits up for Jericho at some point, don't you? <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Then he, then he rocks up, the cheesy bastard. Come on, baby! There's some comical interaction between uh, Jericho and Nicky P, where he's trying to like check him for weapons and stuff. <laughs> there's absolute piss-poor fucking Minoru Suzuki, age 52, palm strikes by Conan... Little weird little flurry, wasn't it? It was garbage. Then there was like very stagey lucha spots. There's a wheel kick by Jezza, a stagey missile drop kick to Conad on the apron. Conad, because he was clearly waiting for it and stood there waiting for it. He does that so much. All the fucking time. He's really bad for that. A missed Puscado. <laughs> and he gets nailed with a corking lariat and then another in the ring. But why does he roll before he hits the fucking lariat? There's no need for it that. Doesn't, it doesn't like do anything to the impact of it surely you got to get fact, back up take, again yeah it takes away from it <laughs> weird like chin lock type submission yeah when he's like cranking the neck understand. yeah it was a nice drop kick to Jericho's knee though give him that I do like that didn't really capitalise on it though I didn't not really not really big power bomb for two nice Kimura and he great van the arm well, that was nice, yeah. double wrist lock. Kimura, he's going a bit more technical with some stuff, isn't he, Conan? But he still tries to do the fucking lucha shit. Oh. And, he, and he's not good at it. I'm sorry, but he is. <laughs> he's, he's, not as, he's not as bad when he starts sort of slowing it down a little bit, going a bit more methodical. He's not He's not as bad. I still don't rate him. But... He is agile for a big guy, but he's he's too big to do that shit yeah. convincingly. Yeah, you're right. But it's, um, so it's, yeah, as you're saying, he was working the body parts. More of a technical style than, than we're used to with him. Yeah, and then he drop kicks him in the corner, and then he Irish whips him again, goes for the clothesline. He misses that, and Jer- Jericho gets a nice release German. Yeah. It's a back kick and a spinning elbow and a victory roll for two. Conrad uh, drop kicks Jezza, who brushes Patrick and gets DQ'd. <laughs> I thought it was classic Nicky Patrick. He was. He was. <laughs> Barely touched him, did he? <laughs> Straight away. 
bring yeah, that back. It was a it was a proper Gattuso that match. It really was. It had elements of good, but they oh, like shit. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Exactly, yeah. But Nicky Patrick class throughout, obviously. Yeah, he's great. Never lets you down. But then, like, we don't really get any aftermath, which was a shame. We didn't get any sort of Jericho kicking off or anything. It didn't really show it, which was apparently he went apoplectic in the break. Yeah, we need to see that. I want to see that in on telly. Exactly, exactly. New picture in picture. Yeah. And speaking of Gattuso, the king is back. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Hoovy's back. Hoovy against the wolf man. (laughs) Yeah. The guy that, what did he call it? The guy in the first shirt. <laughs> Miguel Perez Jr. Do you know him? I've, I've not heard of him, to be brutally honest. He was in a, he was in that Los Bariquos with Savio Vega in WWF. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> Today tells us that his dad brought Antonina Rocca to America back in the day from uh, Puerto right. Rico or wherever it's from. Hoovy, the face, jumps it. <laughs> misses a drop kick and gets clotheslined like fuck. Perez does some really nice pinning combos. Heenan calls him the man in the first shirt, as we said, because that guy is a hairy, hairy motherfucker. Oh, God, yeah. He puts, he puts Robin Williams to shame. <laughs> There's a nice missile drop kick by Hoovy and a rush, nice rushing leg sweep by Perez. Don't see many of them, as we keep saying. No, you don't. A spontaneous corkscrew sent on. Didn't take 30 seconds to set it up like Pac does. It was just nice. And then he does a standing moonsault for two. He takes the Ric Flair corner bump and then eats a drop kick by Hoovy. Bit of a catchy dive by Hoovy. Yeah. Slightly, slightly. Then he tries a Rana off the fucking rail. But that was... Perez power bombs him. Loved it. What Great. a spot that was. Lovely. Great spot. Whacked his head off the, off the uh, mat as well, didn't he? Big time. Made impact. sense as well. He's put you on the fucking rail. He goes to do a rider and he's like, you fuck off, mate. Bang. Yeah, great. Really good. Loved it. Mad moonsault out. Like, he does like a handspring fucking moonsault over the top rope out by yeah. Perez. A tornado D- DDT, but Hoovy flips out of it, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah. Springboard dropkick by Hoovy as he comes back. He's up top. He misses the 450. And just Perez rolls him for free. I fucking loved it. It was good. It was really good. It was <laughs> really him. good. Perez is great. Yeah, I've never heard of him before, but he was really good. <laughs> that was, in fact, four minutes of white knuckle wrestling, and it mostly made sense. Edge of your seat stuff, wasn't it? I thought, I thought it was cracking. Yeah, yeah, really, really impressed with that match. And like Hoovy, you can sometimes you have a good match with him. Yeah, that's, it's mad. that's why he's the king of the principle, isn't it? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> It really is. Tonight, it was good. <laughs> no, I thought, yeah, I agree. I thought it was really fun. It was just fucking, it was yeah. balls to the wall. It was just 100 miles an hour. Who's going to fucking win it? And, and uh, to be fair, I wasn't expecting this this geezer to win. Uh, you expect Hoovy to win because he's been there for a little while now. The little wolfman got the job done. I always like the wolfman. I'd like to, well, you are one yourself. <laughs> I got behind the wolfman. <laughs> That's my nickname for him. <laughs> if we ever see him again, <laughs> I, I, tell him. What, I tell you, I wouldn't mind seeing him against D- uh, Dean. Oh, that'd be corky, mate. Or Ray. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be interesting. A couple of matches there. Or, 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 a, or a Billy Regal or somebody. Yeah, yeah, just, just... Some, you could get you can get mileage out of this guy. Get some cracky <laughs> matches. Even even against the Brad Armstrong, he'd be decent. Yeah. 
let's put let's, let's find out where he is now and see if he's still going. <laughs> yeah, get him on a BMW. <laughs> They'll hire anyone then. You can fucking no sell for the young bucks. <laughs> so we get old Teddy DiBiase and Vinny in the crowd. They're out looking for Sting. They thank him for the double J thing, yeah. saying like, "Oh, he was running his mouth too much. Thanks for doing that." And he already wears NWO colours, so they got a T-shirt for him. That's why I think it's quite good because it's like, oh, he's taking out people that have had problems with the NWO. Is he involved, yeah. or is he just on that looking out for himself now? Well, we will we will see, won't we? As it as it as it steamrollers on, there's a lot of intrigue building, and like I said the other week, it's only two weeks in, but now it's starting to let it simmer. You know, <laughs> it's it it's coming, it's, it's getting better. What's next, Marky? <sighs> We get a face of fear with the old mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, against the American males, American males, American Good luck, boys. Good luck, boys. <laughs> I didn't like the look of this match. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so whenever I hear that music, I just instantly, I just smile for some reason. <laughs> it's just a tune. I'm sorry, but it is. American males get absolutely just mauled within about two seconds of getting in the ring by faces of fear as as they tend to do. And Bagwell's not even took his jacket off. Is he not staying? Like <laughs> he's not gonna feel the benefit when he gets off. Went outside. <laughs> <laughs> You're not stopping, lad. <laughs> he he literally kept it on the entire match. That's why I had to sort of comment. <laughs> I mean it was pretty much as we've come to the last couple of months, they've really put a lot of stock into the face of fear, haven't they? Just sort of really yeah. put them over as absolute beasts. Before that, that, they were the pay per view. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. But they they got their come up. They got their sort of they got their heat back, didn't they? At the end in that one, to be fair, they did. Give yeah, them it's just what you come to expect: vicious clotheslines, power bombs, fucking big clubbing shots. It just meant- very much quality stuff from these boys. Bagwell gets ragdolled for a bit to be fair. <laughs> Riggs manages to come in. He does a bit of clean up. He sort of he sort of tries to whip I think it was Barb into the rope and he was gonna go for a, a drop kick. But Bagwell at the same time pulled out Barb's leg, Barb's didn't legs, he? Yeah. So he like, dropped mm. but then also but Riggs also dropped as well. He sort of hit his head on the on the, on the canvas. Yeah. Which allowed Meng to get in. Big side kick. Barb rolls his fucking over. head off. <laughs> <laughs> Barb rolls over for free. Another win for them. And the dissension of the American males is, is looking like it's getting more and more likely every week by the looks of things because Bagwell just fucked off straight away pretty much, didn't he? Pretty much. And then Jimmy Hart argues on the mic that they should be put in as a three-way with the outsiders and the Nasty Boys. How the fuck can the Nasty Boys get a title shot? They can't even get in the building. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. why are they not I allowed even, in the building? I don't understand. Because they denounced WCW, then got binned off by the NWO. So yeah, but then technically they are under contract. Bishop and Comptu was going, they're still under contract. Like proper like playing down what Jimmy Hart was saying. So it's like, why are you not letting them in the building then if they're under contract, you idiot? But I hope they don't put it as a fucking freeway tag man. That'd be shocking. Wouldn't it? Let's be let's, that yeah. would be shocking. Because you can't imagine Meng and Bar being like they usually are with them four. No. That's gonna probably be shocking, work. That's probably gonna happen though, isn't it, by the looks of it, if they're if they're doing it on telly. If they, if they're I'm assuming it so. And like Bishop now, when it comes to him, he's going, 
well, maybe that's a good idea and all this. So it's, it's definitely yeah. <laughs> No, this video. <laughs> I'm Your Man by Rowdy Roddy Piper from 1992. It's well, genuinely a music video. Well, this is horrific. It was absolutely shocking. I, I lasted about 30, 40 seconds of it and I had to skip it, I'm afraid. Well, it says Piper versus Hogan on the marquee. So yeah. it was utterly pointless. It sounded like an anemic version of Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> this is going on. It's, it's like it. the ultimate bout, and Bishop has an absolute chubby, an the, absolute the, the chubby. Whole, the, whole, the whole point of it was it was like he's had this in his mind since 1992. But it's like, surely there's other ways to do that than play the shit pop song he did. Exactly, he's had it in his mind from before that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They never so, had a singles pay-per-view match. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, oh, very odd. Is that a genuine song he released, or did they... Par- I have fucking no idea. I'm not they, had, one they, had, they had all like, the copyrights at the bottom, did it as well? Like Sony Music and stuff. Possibly. I mean, I didn't expect Piper to be a George Michael-esque, you know... <laughs> Singer-songwriter. He was in good nick back then, though, wasn't he, in 92? Oh, he's a handsome bastard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we get the obligatory knobhead segment. Before that, though, did you see Bischoff when it came back from that? He was like, let's let's get some stools. Let's get some freeze frames. Like, we haven't just seen it for two, two three minutes straight. And he's like, I, I can't wait to go see Piper in LA next week. And it's just like, oh, God. It's fucking bollocks. <laughs> so... Liz's Liz comes out dressed as Santa No Muscles. <laughs> he gets the spotlight again, and he genuinely thinks Santa on steroids is a box office film. Did you hear me? He was like, I, I, I've been speaking to Spielberg, I've been speaking to Francisco Coppola and all this, and it's like, you just haven't. Just shut the fuck up. And then you just get the Piper scared, blah, 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 blah. They've had no response from Piper. And then he's just a posing geriatric Labrador, isn't he? He's just fucking... It's like deja vu. It's the same thing we've had for the last three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't it was as egregious as it has been the last two weeks. It was mercifully short. It's only about yeah. two minutes. That was the only, only positive about it. It's but like, what annoyed me was there's no there was no gags by Hogan about the Pony music video or anything. Yeah. didn't even respond to that. Weird. That literally just played 30 seconds before I'd go, say something like, you think you're going to scare me with some crap pop video or something like that. Do you know what I mean? There's no comments. So, say something like that. I mean, this can't be every week, surely. It can't be. Probably is. Oh, I hope not. It's going to kill me. I think how much he got paid for that, what, three-minute appearance? Probably about 60 grand or something. What a joke. He's just an absolute moron. Absolute moron. Can't deal with him. So, overall, other than Hogan, what did we reckon to this episode of Monday Nitro? I think it had elements of... Some good stuff. There's a couple of decent matches. The opener was good. That Hoovy match was pretty good. A couple of all right promos from Hall and Nash. Not like amazing or anything, but no, they probably forgot how to talk. They haven't done it in so long. <laughs> but then there's obviously the shit stuff as well. You know, you had a, a bit of a stink from Ray, which is yeah. I, I'll let Jarrett. him off for that one in it. The Jarrett match. Mm. It was all I right like... as a match. It's just Jarrett in general. I love the sting stuff. I mean, I, I, I won't admit I'm, I'm get, that's getting over with me, to be fair. That, that's sort of the, the favourite thing on the show at the minute because it's so nuanced. <laughs> no, it's, it's just very subtle, I like the way they're doing it. And it's a little bit not, like... Not how as they, good as Nick Patrick Jericho, fucking hell. 
<laughs> no, that's good, to be fair. That is that's good the as king. Well. It reminds me of when the NWO was starting, where you were getting little like little bits and pieces every so often. It reminds me a little yeah. bit like that, and it's it's really intriguing. Whereas the NWO Being feels drip flat. Yeah, the NWO feels dead flat now, which is apart from it feels the outdated. Yeah, it does already. It's, it's a shame. Bad. What do you reckon? I thought it was all right overall. I mean, yeah, they're fine. amplifying this. Like I said, they're amplifying the Sting thing, the Jezza Patrick thing too. Even Jimmy Hart calling for a title shot wasn't too bad. Yeah. Nice little Owen uh, Owen Hart promo, Kevin Sullivan promo. I don't know. I said Owen Hart. Luger, I think Kevin Hart. Luger had the best promo I've ever seen him do. A bit of Arn, you know. I yeah. thought it was all right, but obviously Hogan poisons the well, and I just try and ignore that end bit now because it's Wait, just like. Yeah, I was saying, was it the other week or the week before? I was saying he his bits feel so separate from the rest of the show. Yeah, they don't feel Ooh. part of the show or anything like. It just feels like it's him just going here. Watch this. I'm just going to toss off in front of all of you, just fucking because I can. It made me laugh how he waits till the end because he's always got to be main event Hogan, right? Yeah, he never furthers anything though. Nothing he said no. did anything. Well, because it's all about Hogan, isn't it? It's just fucking pointless. It's... You know, he's already he's already got the money, brother. Any that's what it is. That's it. If he was in AEW now, he'd be on the first segment because he knows he knows that all the viewers would fuck off. <laughs> I'll still draw. I'll still draw, mate. <laughs> oh dear. Well, that brings us to the end of another Nitro, though. We'll do our awards. What are you thinking for match, match of the evening? Juventud Guerrero versus Miguel Perez Junior for me. Yeah. I thought it was really good as well. I think I think I think it was quality, fast-paced action. That's what you that's what you come to expect from those, you know, cruiserweights. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I I thought it was great, and it was it it was it was decent because it made sense. It wasn't like Ray's match, which was just a spotty fucking nightmare, yeah. and and you, you you expect better from Ray, but I suppose you can only you know work with who you've got in front of you. Yeah, about your MVP. MVP for me, just for the, just for the, uh, the, it was the bits that I enjoyed the most. That it, it was only just like one appearance and maybe two appearances. I think it was Sting. I just think, I just, I'm just so into the Sting thing right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> Can I shock you? Can I shock you? <laughs> I like wine. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got Sting too. Have you? Oh my God. Yep. And proof is in the pudding. I will. I don't know if you can see that, but this is yeah, great yeah, audio. I can see it. I can see it. So yeah, I thought it was great. I just wanted to, to play the play the nuance card until it was time to reveal. <laughs> no, I just think it's the most intriguing thing on the show. It reminds me of the early days of the NWO because it's like, who is he? What's his What's his motivations and stuff like that? And yeah, he's not talking or anything like that, but he doesn't need to. So I just think it's. Is easily the most exciting thing on the show because you want to see where it goes next. I know exactly where it goes next. He has half a bottle of blue nun. And, uh, <laughs> I've got cheese. <laughs> Fettuccine <laughs> with uh, action man bowtie pasta. <laughs> I've got cheese. Dick <laughs> uh, of the day. Do we need to? Do we need to? It's the Hogan Award the, now. Sorry, it's, it's Hogan. Hogan wins it weekly. <laughs> He's a totter. He really is. <laughs> he really is a toss pot. Barnet of the night, Scotty Norton for that, whatever yeah, that fucking that surprise thing is. surprise package that came out of nowhere. <laughs> and you, you win Barnet of the night on a fucking show that has fucking psychosis on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, true. You've got you've you've got a fucked up big when, when you've when you've when you've been hiding that in plain sight for so long and you notice it, you can't help but just I know. gotta bring it up, haven't you? <laughs> I thought it was slick back and it realised it was like shaved like a number sort of six on yeah. the top. It, uh, awful that for me that it was it's <laughs> not awful. It might even be worse than Brad's. Ooh, just for the tough. full 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 business at the front part in the back that he's got. Absolute ice hockey I'd hair. See, I'd have to see them in a match together to really make that call. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to watch that match though. <laughs> oh, dude, that's uh, Scotty Norton for the uh, the Barnet. But that's it for that's it for another week of Nitro, isn't it? Certainly is. Next week, well, it's 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 going to be that's it for Nitro for a bit. To be fair, uh, next week for our Christmas episode, it's not a Christmas special, I'm afraid, but we are going to be toddling over to Vince's gaff, watch a WCW. No, we won't be. We'll be watching WWF Survivor Series 1996. I'm too too entrenched in the WCW at the moment. <laughs> And then we're going to have a little break for Christmas because uh, we've both got homes to go to that aren't where we currently live. And I'm and I'm working, for fuck's sake. I have had a fortnight off, though, to be fair. So, you know, yeah, shit happens. But the Survivor Series episode will come to you on Boxing Day, I do believe. But I think we're going to be treating you at some point in the new year to a little bonus episode. Shall mm. we uh, Shall we reveal? We shall. We shall reveal. So me and Mark, a while back, we thought it'd be a good idea before anyone got the jump on us <laughs> to do a, a, an AEW retrospective show, starting from All In, which I know All is in, an AEW, yeah. but it's essentially the genesis of how AEW ended yeah. up being. Now, Mark's watched a lot more of it than I have. Yeah, I sort of honestly say I was a fan at one point. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watch it occasionally when I know that something I like is going to be on it, but. It's going to be like a bit of a switcheroo because obviously I've watched more of this than Mark has and this is more Mark's bag. Yeah. I can imagine me needing blood pressure tablets while watching this <laughs> and also some sort of, you know, painkiller from the headaches <laughs> I'm going to get because I don't know if I'll be able to keep up with it. She might not get, um, you know, broke down play-by-play. Comprehensive. For, for certain matches. But yeah, we thought it'd be interesting because I know people do a weekly sort of dynamite stuff, and maybe, but we thought if we go back and see how it's in sort of the three and a bit years it's been going, we thought we'd see how it's progressed or regressed. Yeah. And it's going to be like a separate thing on our timeline and it's going to be called, well, wouldn't you know who won the Tony? (laughs) Which we thought was quite apt. (laughs) <laughs> if anybody knows that story <laughs> no I, th- I think it's going to be interesting because we on our old feed we used to do the, the, the weekly reviews of it sometimes didn't we and it was interesting there was, some, there, was some, there was some shocking stuff on there at times but also some good stuff so, good too, so. It might, it'll be similar to WCW but maybe not as good for a lot of stuff because I think there's a lot of better Stuff on WCW so far, really. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be elevated in the nonsensical, yeah. And until certain people rock up, it might be a bit light on quality. You've always got your. MJF. We don't know. Yeah, you, you never know. I mean, the, from what I can remember, Jericho's first year wasn't that bad. It was fairly decent. Yeah, his run with the his run with the title wasn't that bad. 
we we will see anyway. So that's going to be coming to you every other month. And uh, the the other months, as in in the every other month, we're going to be doing something else as a bonus. But uh, we'll let you into that further down the line when we figure it out. So in January, um, not 100% when it's going to come out, we're going to be dropping our new, well, wouldn't you know, we won the Tony podcast. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm afraid there's going to be no cretin or anything like that. We're going to have some new segments, new daft segments in there. And hopefully you'll enjoy it, and hopefully it won't send me to an early grave, and hopefully me and Michael still be friends after it. <laughs> I'm sure we will, mate. I'm sure we will. We, we are, we are brothers in arms. I don't like, I don't like wrestling that much. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, joking. To, to, to do it on your own. <laughs> right. Okay, so if you want to interact with us. It's at Adjective Pod on Twitter. We are on a plethora, a smorgasbord, a cornucopia of podcast platforms now. Download freely at your will. Five star reviews on any of these forums would be muchos appreciatado, as nobody says ever in Spain. <laughs> and, you know, if you want to interact with us as well, you can DM us, you can at us, you can retweet us, any likes, anything like that. Appreciate any interaction, any questions. You know, go yeah. forth and multiply. Throw them our way. We'll, we'll answer them, especially BG's related ones, because I, <laughs> I quite enjoy. I quite enjoyed that. Any partridge? <laughs> Any partridge questions? We're not going to go down the partridge podcast route. Uh, you know, I don't think. I don't, don't think you can get a, a full podcast that. out of that. <laughs> no. But we will continue to to milk the partridge gold on here as always. <laughs> any any other business, man? No, nothing else to report. Well, okay. there's no further business, Mark. I'll say those inevitable two words. Ray Mysterio. Cheerio. The preceding podcast gimmick is paid for by Look at the Attic.